Okay, story time. When I was a little bitty boy, I had ambitions to make film. But more specifically, I wanted to be a cinematographer. As a matter of fact, I was in the sixth grade the first time I took a stab at making a movie. It was a war movie. My buddy and I had just watched Saving Private Ryan and it had changed our lives. It consumed us. So like any other obsessed little boys would do, we grabbed a camera, a couple of army jackets, some fireworks, and a few mannequin heads, and we were in business. In the end, as you can guess, it wasn't a very good movie, but we did show it to some parents and teachers who gave us some positive notes. And from that point on, and for as long as I can remember, I feel like I developed the ability to see a movie from behind the camera, constantly trying to deconstruct the filming process behind my favorite horror movies. And I came to the realization that cinematography creates the soul of the movie, and atmosphere is everything. And the best filmmakers learn to exploit this, using the location and scenery to amplify the suspense of a scene. The cinematography in the film we're discussing today is damn near perfect. That flick is 30 Days of Night. Vampire creatures decimating a town full of people during a blizzard. I'm telling you, it's an absolutely gorgeous picture to watch. So, seeing as winter is here and it's the perfect time to discuss it, it's time to cross it off the list. Without any further introduction, here is our take on 30 Days of Night. Welcome back to the Sloppy Horror Podcast. I am your host and your scary movie companion, Christian Ramey. And back again for another week, clapping your little ass cheeks, the best producer in the whole wide world. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. That's Mr. Ozark Mark. That's the guy sitting across from me. That's the guy in your other ear hole. Mark, how goes it? Hi, everybody. How's it going? <laughs> yeah. This is... This is... The one and only podcast that you should be listening to, and I'm glad you're here. Welcome back. Welcome back. It is a fantastic new year. I hope it's going good for you. Hope it's going good for you. I am doing well. Thank you for asking. I hope you're doing well, too. So... Almost through the rehab season. I have no idea which episode this is, but I feel like we're getting towards the end of it. Yeah. So. I think it's seven, yep, eight. Yep. But it's going to get, if you're up in the Midwest area or anywhere near there, and you're listening to this currently, we are about to get a wave of blast of Arctic fucking weather. And are it's going to be in the negatives. Oh, yeah. What? Oh, yeah. I didn't know about this. The football games this weekend. Uh, I know that's supposed to be cold. We're be supposed negative. to get it? Oh, yeah. Ah. It's going to be cold. Wind chills and the negative double digits. Double digits. Snow? <coughs> yes. And I don't know. It probably won't near us, but it's going to be snow in other places for sure. For oh, sure. So God. be prepared for that. But. 
I'm about to be ghetto in here. Crazy. I'm going to just turn the oven on. like a long, like Dude, I, I remember people doing it. Turn the oven on to get some heat on. It works. It does, bro. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, does. Bro. Especially, too, like if you don't want it to get hot and you're cooking, it's like, ah, <laughs> you're in the kitchen just <laughs> melting. Like, what is it? Like the holidays, it's so hot in the kitchen. You're like, it is fucking 98 degrees in here, Grandma. Dude, nothing's better than getting, like, just being freezing and then you just go in your house. You're still all cold. You're starting to thaw out. You hop in that shower. Ho, 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 ho. Oh, yeah, dude. That's fantastic. Warm your bones. Anyway, since the cold weather's coming, Christian Ramey has picked a movie that fits the environment that we're about to endure. <laughs> and that is 30 Days of Night. 30 Days of Night. 30 Days of Night. Oh, you said that like Indigo Montoya. <laughs> like, <laughs> 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 I like that. <laughs> it just came to me. Yes, we're talking about 30 Days of Night. But he killed my father. <laughs> I love that movie. I actually just watched that recently, Princess Bride. But yes, this and you are correct, Mark. This movie feels cold. All right. If you let's just be straight up. Vampires. All right. I like a wide assortment. Actual fucking vampires though. Like this right. is definition of what a vampire is. If you say the word vampire, these are the type of some motherfuckers that I imagine. I'm not even going to lie to you. Like I mean, I don't love the Twilight movies, but I have watched them, and I understand that, like, okay, they're good movies for what they are. Not, like, something I'm going to throw on, necessarily, but for a teenage girl, like a romance movie. Those like, are family vampires. I would much rather, like, my 14-year-old daughter watching, like, the Twilight franchise than watching some, like, reality TV bullshit. It's like, okay, you got an imagination. You know what I mean? Like, you got some imagination. But you are correct. They're kind of soft. Matter of fact, in Twilight, they didn't even eat people. They went after, you know, went after animals. What? That's even worse. Yep. And then you kind of get meat in the middle. What about like Lost Boys? Because they transform at times, and there are times in Lost Boys where they're like, you remember around the fire where they they fucked those guys up. It was bloody, and they looked cool, but they were also like beautiful at the same time. They were <laughs> they were like glamorous vampires. And then, uh, you know, especially once you went into the 90s, that got really popular back with the Victorian uh, vampire. Like when you think of like uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula or um, uh, Queen of the Damned or Interview with the Vampire, you get some of those Victorian vampires that we've grown to love. Blade was kick-ass because it gave us new vampires. And now I, you, there is that kind of vampire. Like, when you think of, like, the brood from WWF days, like Gangarel, and, like, those kind of vampires with the shades, that's because of Blade. Well, 30 Days a Night done gave us some demon vampires, dude, and they're fast. They're, like, primal animals, and they, like, make, they have their own language, and they're creepy. And I would say around the late 2000s and in the 2010s, it got really popular with that kind of style of almost, um, I don't know if Dawn of the Dead remake kicked it off, but like just giving fast zombies. And then it kind of went into like that World War Z style. This movie, you know what it feels like? It feels like if Storm of the Century and I Am Legend fucked. And you'd get this. And sprinkled <laughs> with the little Buffy the Vampire Slayer, honestly, because I thought the vampires were cool as hell. And that's one thing I will give props about the show of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Their vampires looked really cool. And I liked how they looked when they died. And it kind of, uh, like, they turned to dust. Like, I, I love when people think that out. I like when that is thought out. And whoever was behind designing these vampires in this movie, 
Holy shit. Holy shit. Now. Holy shit. As always, we need to, this is gonna be a brief one, but go ahead and hit the bumper. We gotta fill some shoes, Mark. We about to fill them shoes. Uh, we about to fill them shoes. Yeah, I'm about to fill them shoes. Uh, we about to fill them shoes. Uh, hey hot tracks for your ass. That's what that was. Hot, 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 hot. Damn. Now, this movie is gonna take it back a little. This is my graduation year oh. of, of 2007. Wow. Jorts were still definitely still rocking. Plaid shorts were cool as fuck, dude. We I had me a lot of plaid shorts. I mean, I st- I would rock plaid shorts all the time. Like as a matter of fact, that's all I would wear: a white beater and plaid shorts. That's what Christian was doing in 2007. All right, with God knows what else. But we we can you know kind of rejog the memory. It's not that far long ago, but there might be people listening to this show who might be born around that time. Now that's fucking weird. You know, now that's fucking weird. That's strange to think about, right? Mm-hmm. So, let's at least just get you got an idea of what the number one song was on October nineteenth, two thousand and seven. Do you have an idea? Okay, is that a hint? Is that Soldier Boy? Crank, crank that. that. Yep, that mm. is correct. That is the number one song. Yep. At October nineteenth, two thousand and seven. And for such an iconic, like, I mean, not like a good song, but a song that everybody knows. And let me just tell you something here briefly. I don't know what this is, but this is just a, I got daughters that do dance and cheer, right? And at the end of these big competitions, the girls from all the schools will go sit in the, on the floor, right? And wait for the award ceremonies to take off. Well, in the meantime, and this is everyone, the DJ for about 10, 15 minutes plays music. And it's the same songs at every... I've been out of state. I've been all over. I've watched them on YouTube. It's the same... You got a couple in there, all right? First, the, the, the Cupid Shuffle to the left. Take it back now, y'all. And then, like, the Wobble Baby, Wobble Baby, Wobble... These same-ass corny songs that women are just like, all right, get up and dance this one. Like, it just pulls <laughs> them out. It's in their like, jeans, dude. And they got, like, <laughs> like this weird little songs. fucking line step. There's this one called the Church fucking clap i don't know it's ridiculous i kind of hate it but it is funny because you see like there'll be like six-year-olds like you know busting you're like go every every different (laughs) age group has a certain song they just can't help move to but what's weird to me is when crank that soldier boy comes on and some of these old songs that are like oh they came out when like i know these kids weren't alive when they came out but like it's one thing to know them and be like oh this is a song we're all dancing but to sing every word of it i'm like huh like it's weird. Like, you know, like in 2007, I would not have thought kids in 30 years, tw- I mean 20, 15, 20 years from now, will know the words to this song, like, and still dance to it. It's just weird. It's a weird one. Uh, but, yeah, for all my cheer dance people out there, you know, that's a weird little segment of time. If you ever get trapped in one of those, you're going to find out, and it's like, what are these songs? And Soldier Boy Crank That is I it. Don't, I don't plan on it. Well, good. Stay out of it. Now... For as good of a, a, a movie or as, as a song we have, the movie game is weird here, okay? Because 30 Days of Night becomes the number one movie. But there is the, the number two movie is a movie called Why Did I Get Married? And I don't fucking, I, I don't feel like I know anything about that movie. I've never heard that. Okay. That must I'm, be a broad film. 
Sounds like something I'm not going to watch. The third one is a movie called The Game Plan. What the fuck? I feel like that might have had The Rock or some shit. I don't know, Uh, dude. It's a Disney movie. I don't know. Keep going. Michael Clayton? Never heard of this movie. Nope. The Comebacks? I've heard of The Comebacks. Gone Baby Gone. What Uh, a shitty year for movies. We Own the Night? I hated that movie. Rendition. Yeah, dude, this is bad. Across the Universe came out that year. How is that that low in comparison? The rest of those movies. I don't know, man. So, weird year for movies here. Weird, weird year. Yeah, 2007. 310 to Yuma. Now, that was I don't think I'm going to go back in time to 2007. I really would not want to. That was not a great year. That was a bunch of crap. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So. But my my shoes are filled, so that's good. You got your cargo, or you got your plaid shorts on. You're cranking that. You're cranking that, baby. (laughs) All right. No lotion. You're cranking it. You're busting out some mids. We'll break down some brick weed. We'll take out. Oh my god, mids. Go ahead and get me a grape whiteout because that'll make this mids taste better. Fucking mid. That they say it's mid now. It's like no, 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 no. That's mids. Y'all are mids. (laughs) Hey, you little fuckers that make fun of us. We died for your sins. You're, you know what we had to do for weed? You're in there in math class hitting a fucking vape pen with more THC than my five blunts I had to smoke at. 15 had and you're just back there like wow oh i'm having a mental health day i'm going home our parents would have murdered us and we had to work hard. we had to meet criminals behind like random establishments and then like <laughs> <laughs> like do some shady shit for like a small increment it's like pie. mcdonald's or a fucking gas station or some shit and the dealers would be more sketch than you they'd be you know doing crazy shit oh no take it in this cup you're like oh, okay all right but yeah, the, we we went through it all. So no, I, it's just the Stitcher too. It's like you're making it more obvious by making whatever. <laughs> I know. Everybody do if if any if you ever go up to a car and somebody goes into the driver's seat and puts their arms in there and then pulls out, they're getting drugs. Like it's so easy. Yeah. It's so fucking. You know what I mean? Uh, it's so easy to tell. I still see it sometimes. But We'd be great cops, obvious. but I wouldn't want to be one. No, not today. No, I mean, you know, God bless them for what to do, but I just couldn't do it. I couldn't do it, bro. I couldn't do it because, like, I would would go, like, Chris Benoit theme music would turn on in my head one day, just, I just, it would not be a good day, bro. Like, I'm not built for that shit. I'm one to admit that I am, you know, it's maybe not the best for me. Did you ever hear, I heard this funny comedian said, he said, you know what you need to do? Uh, he's like, if you if, if a cop if ever gets questioned, you know, for shooting his gun the wrong way or in the wrong kind of, you know, manner, all you got to do is make him a firefighter because you can't ever shoot the wrong fire. I got there and I just started blasting. Good. The place was on fire. Like, that's, <laughs> like, you know, that's what we needed. Like, you're just on the wrong team. <laughs> and I was like, dude's got a good point. <laughs> Just start shooting immediately. It's a fire. You won. <laughs> I was like, that's a good joke, man. That's uh, a good little bit. All, all right, right, so we give built- me a give me a synopsis of Thirty Days of Night. So we got a place up in Alaska, and it's colder than hell up there. People that live up there, they're tough. They're tough spirited. Just all their type of people. They wear a lot of Carhartt stuff because they're tough. All right, they cold don't bother them none. Well, you got a bunch of people getting ready for the winter, all right? And it's about to shut down because they're going to have a big old storm, all right? And up there in Alaska, another thing they get is 30 days of night because the sun just goes away. They don't have no sun no more. 
Well, that makes them awfully vulnerable to blood-sucking vampires. And that's exactly what happens. Pack of blood-sucking vampires done works their way into the town and starts picking them off throughout the whole month. And what they gotta do is there's a small group of them that end up laying low, trying to find their way out the situation. They don't all manage to make it out fine. And, you know, some of them end up turning into vampires. And by the end of it, main characters end up turning into vampires. And, you know, the fella Josh Hartnett's in this movie. I write there's a bunch of different great actors, actresses in this movie. There's that one, uh, what, what's her name that was in the Amityville Horror? She was the wife, the, the, the whore in Amityville Horror. Just kidding, I didn't say that. Now, her name is uh, Melissa George. She's a good actress. I liked her in many films, such as Amityville Horror. I feel like I was standing there, sitting at a bar listening to somebody tell me about this movie. <laughs> no. Hey, did you, but you that, see that movie? Hey, man, you seen that them 30 Days of Night? All right, stop talking like that. The Night of 30 Days. Stop it. That's that's the funny part, too, when somebody's explaining something to you and they're, like, hitting you with the wrong title. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. It was Ma- the night of 30 days. I just saw that Maverick's Top Gun. I that's just saw good. that night of 30 moons. It was crazy. <laughs> uh, no sun. <laughs> oh, yeah. We just, my wife and we just watched The Hungry Games. Was- <laughs> <laughs> the Hungry Games. <laughs> <laughs> oh man I'm gonna call it that for now on that's gone that's stuck that ain't going away <laughs> the hungry games He's really hungry <laughs> that's like Game of Thrones that's what I say that too <laughs> oh, I like that now this is good now Mark I, oh, have you God. seen this movie before? I have I haven't seen it in a long time but I rewatched it of course before the episode yes so give me some initial impressions. What are you thinking of this kind of vampire movie? I love this kind of vampire movie. Um, there's, uh, of course, they have to they have to put in a story of the main characters, obviously. So they chose a love story between two people going through whatever, you know, whatever, whatever. That's whatever. But I do like the vampires. I do like how ruthless they are. When I think of a vampire, these are the type of vampires I think of. Like if vampires are real these kind they're scary they're fucking hunters they just maul you yeah it's intense it's cool that main vampire marlo he's cool as shit yeah obviously i think a little uh it's a nod to barlow the salem's lot you know but another creepy vampire i love that dude and the snow made it even worse because i hate the cold and when it's that cold everybody's cold like Everybody watching that's like, fuck, you just want to be inside. Well, it was cool. I liked that they did snow because um, when they went through the town and they start, you just, you got blood patches everywhere, the overshots of town. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah, just the flyover of them just pretty much raping this town of everybody in it. Just, you know, you see people with guns trying to shoot a couple and then it's just not working. Like, it was like it was a hockey just, game, red ice. It man. was. It, it was cool as hell. Yeah, it was really cool. And so snow, uh, snow and vampires is a very good mix, mm-hmm. I would have to say. I like that, too, because the houses are on stilts where they're at. Or like They're kind of like up a little bit, I'm assuming because of the cold and the weather or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> why. But 
these people started getting dragged underneath their house and that looked really cool because when the vampires came when they wanted to take their food so to speak they could just and it was mm-hmm. you're like dude what do you even do I like also they uh they used other people as bait send a person through mm-hmm. like they're smart educated vampires so they know what's what's going on that makes it even more scarier they're not just like mindless easy to fool no no, no they're 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 intelligent yeah, they were very smart. Mm-hmm. That I, makes it even more scarier, and I like that. I think the ending gave me a little bit of Lost Boys uh, vibes, too, uh, with Eben kind of becoming the vampire, putting the blood in his blood. Yeah, that was a cool end fight. The end fight was cool, but, uh, you know, it's like, oh, of course he did. Because everybody, if you're in that that situation, just didn't make sense to me. So it's like, all right, so she's she's hidden under a, a car or a truck in the middle of a town, and they're burning the entire town before the the last day. So they're trying to burn the town and make sure it looked like nothing happened. Well, they're in another spot, and you know, Josh Hartnett's looking there. He's like, if if she runs, she dies. If she stays, she gets burned. I was like, what's she though? I mean, she's surrounded by snow. It's yeah, cold. I, I was like, anything. It's probably more comfortable being out there because the heat. So you're probably fine. I feel like if she was stayed under that car, she would have made it just fine. I do too. But of course, they put in a little love story. So he fucking he injects blood. He becomes a vampire because you can't fight the vampires unless you're another vampire. Which was a badass little fight. It was cool, and how he got him was cool. But I'm saying there, but like you know, you can't say that you wouldn't be in that situation. If you were in that situation, you might do it too. Everybody's been in a love at some point in their lives that they would probably do that. Sure. So it makes sense, but... The one part that I kind of call bullshit on, if you're in Alaska and you're in a frigid part like that, I feel like the Second Amendment would be practiced kind of the hardest there, right? Like, there's places in this country where people are going hard as fuck, but, like, you're not only even dealing with people. Like, you got moose the size of a, I mean, bigger than your car. Like, way bigger than your car. Moose, by the way, are big as fuck. Like, it, look one of those fuckers up. They are humongous. Like, you don't... If you look up a video of them walking next to a car, you're like, oh, my God. Like, that. that's a... That, that, if that thing wanted to mess your day up, not even a problem for it. No. <laughs> not, not even a slight problem. And those things are just roaming in people's backyards. So Alaska, I think there would be more firepower, and I also think people would be better shots. I mean, I understand some of the situations. For example, pretty early on in the film where the couple that gets their home broken into and the one guy's just like shooting everywhere and just like kind of like hitting them but not in the head. If I'm seeing anything that's like... I'm not shooting anywhere else but the fucking head. I'm turning whatever its head is into lasagna oh, yeah, before you, I can feel like, okay. You need, definitely need a shotgun for sure. Uh, but that could be another thing. It's such a small town. The only way you can, that's an Alaskan small town. So the only way you can get into town is to fly in. And only they got one general store. I highly doubt they have a gunsmith building, which they should. I don't know. I'd be surprised. If I, I, bet, I bet they do. Dude. I mean, sure. I mean, sure. In regular town, in a real actual town, not a movie town. I feel like if I lived all the way out there, Alaska. Oh my God, I would own the gunsmith. I would be buying. I would be shooting guns every day because you're in the middle of fucking nowhere. You go one mile away, you can shoot whatever you want. That would be awesome. It's kind of like like in some parts of like the deep south where you're just like, oh, there are people 
who would pay money to have this happen to their town? They'd be like, I wish a motherfucker would. I've been, <laughs> you know how, you know what it feels like to own a Gatlin gun and not use it? Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> like there'd just be people ready to go. Yeah. But aside from that, they these vampires were not walking dead style zombies. These things were quick enough, though, where they could overpower and strength people and, and just like, yeah, I mean, you don't really see them coming. Like, they just are quick. They toy with their food a little bit, but they are quick. Um, but that was the only part, really, where I felt kind of like a, a stranger, same kind of way. There are parts in movies and books where you can tell that, like, whoever wrote the gun parts aren't gun people. And I'm not like a fucking, you know, boot liquor, like, major go-ho gun, you know, gun guy. But I know probably more so than, like, some of the people making some of these films. And... There are parts that just have inconsistencies where you're like, nah, bro, like, if you went to, like, the city and, like, you have people shooting their guns, you know, different ways or, like, a like a, a soft wrist kind of guy shoot his gun like that, I'd be like, all right, but this dude's, like, an Alaskan fucking brute. This dude should be, like, headshot every time. Everybody should have a Remington. Like, it should, I don't know, but that... Aside from that, if you could believe that they don't, it's really enjoyable. And it, it's not like that will really hang you up the whole time. Because eventually throughout time, I think the question of ammunition does come in mind. But I don't even know, dude. You know how some of these fuckers are, man. They just got, like, rooms dedicated for some shit like this. Yeah. And I feel like up there, there would be a lot of different rooms. Probably. Yeah. That, that would be scarier to me. Like I said, like being the strangers would be the scarier. Like just like, yep, I'm going to go break into this person's home in America. Good luck. Good luck because you ha- you are now allowed to be just that's, Swiss cheese. That's why no country can ever take us over because we have guns everywhere. Yeah. Nobody would invade us. And they'd have a hard time. That would be a horrible decision. That's why nobody ever does it. They, uh, yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter if you are in the city or the country or the suburbs. I mean, there's just they're all over. Everybody's got guns. So I do like when movies play that out, like kind of like keep that realistic mindset of like, all right, people are armed. Not everybody's like fumbling the bullets. Uh, there's people that go shooting daily. Like, you know what I mean? Like they love guns, and that, there's nothing wrong with that. Not everybody's wrong. And shit, you want that guy in this situation. You're like, he's oh, where's Charlie? And he's just ah. yeah, the one that uh, one guy who was working the plow. That's a guy that you want. His little hero scene was pretty cool. Bo, yeah, yeah his yeah. little hero scene was pretty awesome. He was blasting them, chopping them. And that guy from Sons of Anarchy or something. Don't yeah. he look like he's, he's from one of them shows or something? He is in Sons of Anarchy. He's in a bunch of other stuff. I mean, he's everywhere. He's one of those guys that's in everything, but you never know who he is. He's a fun character, though. Yeah, he he definitely helped make the movie. Yes, he did. Yeah, I honestly, I think there's a decent amount of kills in this. That's for sure. And I still, I still find this movie kind of freaky. Like, I mean, I'm not necessarily scared, but you could definitely like. My youngest was kind of trying to peep in and out, like with this one, and I was like, ah, I don't know with this one. This one's like a little no, because those those vampires are creepy. They make a lot of creepy noises, and they they kill brutally. mm Hmm. You know. I, I, I liked uh, when he put his little fingernail down on the record, and then he opened his mouth like, oh! <laughs> and, like the music started going. That well, was cool. Well, what was your favorite part? Well, I tell you another really, 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 
really good actor, Ben Foster, the guy that was the prisoner in this movie. He was also an alpha dog. You remember he's kind of like the like the Nazi guy, an alpha dog. Yeah. Which like aside from like the Nazi part, he had like a, a, a he was a great character in that movie. I'm not saying he was a cool person in the movie, but great acting in that movie. Uh, also. What the hell else was he in? He's been in quite a few other things. But I really enjoyed him uh, in, in this flick, and I liked a lot of the interactions with him first coming in. Um, and I, I just kind of liked how he was freaking out. He definitely built th- the people coming. If this is your first time watching, that guy, you're like, what the hell is he talking about? Because you know it's a horror movie, so you're like, he's talking about something. And he's like so confident, and he's creeping everybody out. So... I liked that, but if I'm having to go with the uh, rampage scene, I would definitely say when they went to go for supplies and that little girl. I mean, even the corny line, like, do you want to play with me now? Like kind of thing. It was corny as hell, but that little girl was creepy. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of liked that. Uh, it was a fun scene. That was a good one, yeah. What about you? Probably the no God part. Yeah. That's just a powerful – you got to feel powerful when he looks around because, you know, she, they – Used the girl for bait, and then she she tried, and they look at her. He's like, "I tried, they didn't come out." She's like, "Please don't kill me, oh God, you know, oh God." And he's like, "God." He looks up around her. He's like, "No God." Yeah, I know, <laughs> dude. Fucking, that was powerful. Yeah, intense, powerful fucking scene there. Yeah, that was a great. He was a great little leader, Marlo. I enjoyed him a lot. Um, and then I guess he had like a little love interest, that other little vampire. Uh, the girl. Oh, yeah, that was another part that I liked. I did like them when he runs, there's a distraction. He goes back to Grandma's house to get her pot lights, the yeah. UV lights, and it actually worked. Like, it burned, like, dude's bitch. She, like, burned halfway. So, that you know, that was pretty cool to see. That worked, actually. I know. I, I like the UV scenes when they put them in vampire movies. Like that when they did it in Blade, too. They got the big fat guy with that UV flashlight. Yeah. <laughs> they torturing him with it. No! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be my exact process. I mean, I, I would definitely be trying to use some lights, but for real, I'm going headshot all the time. And I'm putting myself... I like the attic because there's no... Uh, I don't... Well, they did have windows. So that's got to be kind of scary. They didn't have windows in that attic. They had a little peephole that they were looking. Mm-hmm. But, of course, they had some guy's crazy dad up there making a bunch of noise and fucking shit up. Yeah, that was Gave a cool away. little element, too. I thought the dementia, because that's a real thing. Like, when you think of, like, the zombie situation or, like, just the situation where everybody's trying to be quiet. And people of rational minds can, but a baby can't. Baby's not thinking about that. Mm-hmm. Or this old guy with dementia. And it's like, Fuck. You know, because, I mean, like you feel you wanna, bad yeah, for him. Like, like, you want to save him, but everybody's thinking, like, this dude's going to fuck us over, you know. And he ends up doing it, but he ended up leaving. And uh, He's had a good life. Yeah. <laughs> Just got to let him go. That's pretty much it. His son came out like a dummy, though, trying to save him. Well, of course he would. Anybody would. He's being too loud. First off, here's what's happening. I'm grabbing a coat. I'm not going to shove that lady. I'm going to grab a coat, and then I'm just, like, I would tell her, like, look, I'm going to be quiet. Like, I'm going to reassure her. Like, I, I'm going to go find him, but I'm going to be smart. And he's just, Dad! <laughs> like, he's just out there, like, okay, stupid. Like, cool, yeah. 
Oh, you died 40 seconds later, huh? Wonder why. That's really weird. Maybe because you were screaming at the top of your lungs? Like, he's old. How far can he fucking get, dude? And there's snow everywhere. Look at the footprints. Like, stupid. What's he, what, I mean, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Well, Some people. Do. These are movie people. They're not smart. They're not supposed to be smart. Darwin Awards, man. You exactly. Know? But let's get a little bit more smart here and find out some things about this movie. Yeah. This is a segment here where we're here to tell you something that you may or may not know about this movie. If you know what we know, you're going to have a we know gasm. If you don't know what we know, you're about to find out what we know, and you're going to have a we know gasm too. How many times do I got to tell you this? You know what this is. You've seen, if you're watching this, we don't have any color. If you're listening to this, you got the music in the background. You know what's happening here, okay? This is not, this is not our first. What the fuck was that noise? This guy's doing drugs over here. Anyways, so I guess I'm going to tell you my facts since you're busy over there. Anyways. Sorry, I got scared. Anyways. So this movie takes place in Alaska, and it's snowy, right? It's cold. Very snowy. Do you think that was all snow? Absolutely not. This is Hollywood. Fake snow? This is Hollywood where everything is fake. You know what they used? What they used? It was salt. Salt? Use a bunch of salt. I've probably heard if you fell on Everybody's it. very dehydrated from this film. Yeah, your skin probably felt like shit. I know, that was awful. I would not with the salt. Jesus <laughs> Christ. That is kind of weird. Yeah, then they edited the snow digitally, you know, other snow to make it look more snowy. But it was mostly salt. So, you know, it was very salty. They were salty, if you know what I'm saying. I so there you go. I know what you mean. There you go. What do you know? I know quite a few things. That's great. Tell me. Let me tell you. Let me tell you, okay? Do you know all the scream, like the little signature screams that they had going on in this movie? Yeah, they got the Wilhelm scream in there. Well, they do have the Wilhelm. <laughs> that? Yeah, well, not only that, but they used, they made their own language, right? They, they made their own language for this, right? And they had people work it out. But the sound of the vampires, they were created like the screams, it was a mix of the actors' voices, and then they used local death metal artists and used their screams. And then the signature roar of the vampires, when they were screaming, they did it while inhaling, and that's how, that's how they sound like that. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. That's nuts. Yeah, but I like that they used the death metal band, you know? That, why would you not? That's very creative. That's very resourceful. I can just imagine, like, you know, hey, you guys want to meet up? You know, and they meet up at, like, a KFC. Denny's. Like, yeah. <laughs> the fuck is up, Denny's? <laughs> <laughs> That's where you find metal bands at is Denny's. I've learned from videos on the internet. And then they say, you know... And you know, I can I can imagine find him like, hey, we're doing a horror movie. You guys want to do this? I need you I need you to do some kind of scream. You know what you do on stage? Just do it, do it, do it, do it, do it into the microphone. So that's a fun little you know fun little fact. Now let you know. Let I like that. Let me tell you something else though. You know that little girl? You know the little girl in the store that they end up having to axe up? Uh huh. I don't know how old she really is because if you look, you could see a tattoo on her arm. What? Yeah, there's a tattoo on her arm. 
What? It's like a little stick figure. Is there? Yeah, it's on our right arm. Are you apparently, sure it's a tattoo or they yeah. didn't draw it on? No, apparently it's like a logo of a German industrial band. I can't pronounce the name of it. Well, is she one of them small people or something? I don't know. Or is she a regular sized person and they just digitally made her smaller? Oh, you know what else they use for the voices? Huh? Marsupials. <laughs> they use random marsupials. You know, so there you go. Marsupials. Yeah, so you might get a little koala, opossum voices in there. That's not a bad idea. I like that. They, Nobody they says opossum. It's possum. It's a possum. N nobody uses the O. It's just possums. It's a possum. I say that's a possum. I say it's a possum. You know that? Well, okay. Well, who says opossums? That. What people, the fuck are you talking about? People really like to pronounce the, you know, pronunciate the O in that. Opossum. How do you spell possum? O-P. It starts with an O? Yeah. No, it doesn't. I swear to Christ. No, it fucking doesn't. I swear to Christ. <laughs> no, there's no I way. I swear. There is no way. Yeah. It starts... No, it doesn't. I promise you. Hold on a second. Yep. No fucking way. Yep. I'm going to type possum. P-O-S-S-O-M. That's how you spell pot. No, possum is... It doesn't start with an O, you asshole. It does. No, it doesn't. That you can tell. You can it's spell. It's P O S S U M. I know, but the full name is Opossum. No, you're not. No, it's not. Oh, it's not. What's that then? That's then Opossum. It's Opossum. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I'm done with this fucking bullshit. I don't know what you're talking about. You're gonna start a fight on the internet. I swear. Oh, the different animals. Opossums and possums are different animals. Opossums live in North and South America, while possums live in Australia. So opossums are what we have, and then possums are what they got down in Australia. But we just say possums. Nobody, but you'll find people that'll be like, oh, possums. And you're like, okay, fucker. I'm like, shut the fuck up. If you call them opossums, I don't trust you anymore. Can I please At get all. a caramel sundae? We're not friends. Get out of here. <laughs> caramel sundae. Caramel. All right. Enough with this. Enough with this. You know any more facts? I, I think that's uh, all of them. Okay, that's good. We're going to go now. Goodbye. Mark. Mark, yeah, Mark, Mark. Uh-huh. Yes, hello. There's a thing that also I feel like could have been used. I, I don't know why my brain went here immediately, but... Since the beginning of time, there's been fire. And fire always kills beasts. And I feel like my brain would have went to fire. Like, uh, along with firepower, yeah, sure, the weapons, but my mind would have been trying to construct a flamethrower. Because you just burn them. You just yeah, burn them. What happened to shoving, like, wood through their heart, right? Yeah, Isn't stick them in the heart. Stick them in the heart with wood? Yeah. Isn't that what they do? Yeah. I think, well, we'd be on it. Like, but like, just get a sharp fucking piece of wood and make a little sword out of it or something, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, know? it doesn't even have you know, to be I mean, sharp. You know, get some gloves so you don't get splinters. But anyway, it's like I feel like you either take them out of the head or you try to stab them in the heart with something. Now, obviously, that's easier said than done because these fuckers are quick. It's not going to work out the way you want it to. But, you know, that's the weapon I would choose. I wouldn't choose an axe. But one thing that they do <coughs> portray is how awful... An axe actually is as a weapon. Because he doesn't get them first swing. No, you got you it need takes, a couple. It takes three or four swings, which is very accurate, which I'm glad that they did that because, 
you know, an axe is a, an axe is a cool fucking weapon. It's awesome. I love axes, mm-hmm. but it's a horrible, unpractical weapon. And they proved it in this movie, which is good. I just, yeah, I. How's nobody have like a sword or something? Yeah, I, I'm just not even like I'm just thinking fire for some reason. The, but once we realize they are vampires, like I mean, this needs to happen at a horror convention in Alaska. Then you know they would have it'd been a wrap. Everybody would have known what to do. Like you know. Garlic don't work, boys. Oh, yeah, garlic. I forgot about garlic. Yeah. They didn't even mention garlic. They're in the general store. Nobody grabbed garlic. You don't got garlic in Alaska? Y'all don't know how to cook up there? Yeah. Fuck. Well, I mean, we're at least going to try it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if we got... These things aren't human. We can all agree upon that. So let's just start coloring outside the box here. <laughs> let's just try it. Let's just start trying shit. You know, I'll you might a throw a of, pizza at them and they're... I'm, yeah, I might just get garlic butter and just douse them or something. Oh, dude, garlic bread, too. You That shit stays on your fingers, dude. That oh. stinks when you, like... Put... Yeah, that's how you fight them, is you just dip your fucking hands in garlic and just eat garlic. <laughs> <laughs> just start punching them. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have a garlic necklace for sure. Putting your fingers in her mouth like you're not even scared of them anymore. Like, come here, little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that would be hilarious. Yeah, we got to try it, dude. But I just, I mean, even in real life, I mean, all you need is like a, a Febreze and a lighter, you know? You can cause some damage. Let's just say, you know, a can of accent. You never did that in your life? Of course you have, all right? Because you were a little kid who liked fire. And maybe it's because we're boys. I don't yeah, know. I used to, I'd made an axe bomb. You ever do that? Like tape a bunch of axes together and throw it in fire? No, but wait till it explodes. No, did we? I told you about the sparkler bombs we used to do. I asked Sandy yeah. about that one time, dude. We used to we tape all these sparkler. You tape a bunch of sparklers together and you leave one out like a wick. I shit you not, dude. We like you blow a hole off, or like a, a cover off a manhole. Like mm-hmm. I'm not not shitting you. You can blow up a car. Like I mean, it's intense. Don't do it seriously on some dumb shit. Be very responsible if you guys are going to do it. But if you've got land or property. I would recommend. Yeah, if you try, if you choose to do the axe bomb, uh, stand very, very far away. Yes, but one time though, we did this sparkler bomb in a backyard, and it was so loud. This dude's neighbor came out with a gun. He's like, "You boys all right?" <laughs> like, and we're like, "No, we're okay. We're okay." He's like, "I thought somebody was shooting." And you're like, "No, nah, it's just sparkler bomb, dude. Sorry." <laughs> like we're just little kids, like half drunk and smoking. I mean, we were like 17, 16 or something. I don't know, but it's funny. <laughs> he did, dude. Ask him about that. The guy came out all fucking. I thought y'all was shooting. <laughs> no, sir. That dude <laughs> Please was don't just. Kill us. That's the kind of dude that's just waiting for something like that to happen so he Flash can shoot. Back, his, yeah. So he can shoot his gun. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's what he's waiting for. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I just would have thought of that because fire is primal, and I'm always like, not like in a. You know, like in a horror movie situation, I just don't think people understand like how like you just need a bunch of hand. I'm gonna throw this bottle of hand sanitizer on you and throw a match at you. Sorry, like it's really not that hard to if you wanted to. And I just think we would have tried that. Or like the what do you do when you're in nature and you don't want to be fucked with? You can literally build a circle of fire around you, and you're gonna be safe some from some animals. You might get a couple ballsy ones that try to hop over, but if you make a circle of fire around you, you're, you're kind of safe. Animals don't fuck with fire. No. They don't. A lion don't walk to fire. You know? Like, I don't... 
that's not 100% what I'm doing in nature. Like, if I'm in a place where there's much scary animals, I'm just building a giant-ass fire with as much as I can. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be out there like fucking Xena warrior princess. Like, who wants the smoke? Be like one of those uh, hippie girls at festivals, like yeah. slinging those little ball fires everywhere, just around you. Like, who wants some motherfuckers? I just end up knocking do. myself out with a fire stick. That's a good Whoa. way. That's that's a good way. That's that's who I would pick on my survival team. Is one of those hippie girls. Just you, just twirl fire. That's what you're gonna do. Yeah, dude. I, I'm I'm going Hawaiian. Like, I want one of the Hawaiian Ooh. like fire dance guys. That's a like, good. That's even better. Yeah, because I feel like they're in shape. Like, they're all wrestlers too. The Rock. Like anybody. That like kind of resembles the rock or is the same shade of color, and I mean that no form of racism. I'm just saying of the rock, like a, like a are they Samoan or Hawaiian people? I don't know what you call that or what they are, but they are all related. They are all like I, I'm not saying that is a mean thing. They are Roman Reigns. He's like his uncle. <laughs> like they're like the the uh, Usos. Like they're all related. And they're all super fucking athletic. Dude, they came they come from warriors, dude. Different type of warriors. I, I say know. that with respect. I know, us white people, we come from old drunken people. Yeah. Who don't fucking do anything. Irish peasants and shit. I know. That's <laughs> why we can never get to that physical level of them because we just come from horrible genes. We come <laughs> yeah. from horrible drunk yeah. <laughs> lazy ass people. Dude, I just I I'm going with the the Hawaiian or the, you know, I want the rocks fire dancer people whoever they are the guys from lilo and stitch you know i don't i you know what i'm talking about yep i want them all right uh, i'm trying to think of a team that can keep us out of this all right so we got the fire under control now we need a who, who's our weapon guy like we need john wick probably yeah john wick jason statham okay one of those two guys those are good picks those even Mar- even marky even marky mark he was a sniper once Mm-hmm. I feel like a sniper rifle would be the best weapon. Oh, yeah. Especially if you were hidden. But you would need a guy. with. You can't be a lone sniper because they'd get you. Well, you Somebody need a silencer. Would... You need a ghillie suit and a silencer. Yeah. And you'll be good. I know, but they smell your blood. So, like, if yeah. one of them just gets up behind you, like... Why, and, like, you're not paying attention... Well, you yeah, just... you got somebody to watch your back, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, like, sniper would pick them off. Two snipers. Okay, and then we need the Frog Brothers because they're going to handle the vampire stuff. They're going to handle the garlic, the holy water, the crosses, and the, the steaks. It's what this place is, one giant coffin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Frog Brothers, man. Yeah, so we just got a nice little team. I, I've mentioned that one uh, gunship music video, uh, Dark All Night. Uh, it had Tim Capello. The guy from Lost Boys, but it's a really cool animated video because David from the Lost Boys and like his group of vampires, which they're like more comic book like and scary, they take on uh, George Clooney's character from Dust Till Dawn. I forget his character's name, but you remember him. Obviously, mm-hmm. they fight all the vampires. Has Blade and Buffy. And the Frog Brothers. And they're all, like, taking on the vampires. It's cool as shit. But at the end of it, like, where it looks like he's about to die, everybody essentially dies except for Blade. And a vampire's biting his arm, but he has this watch on that has the serum. And, you know, the serum fucking... So as soon as he's biting him, he hits it, and that goes into him, and it takes him out. It, it was cool. It's a badass music video. If you like that kind of stuff, gunship dark all night, or dark all day. It is cool as hell. I'm still in, like, 
animators don't get enough credit because I'm I don't draw I don't do that shit but I don't know who drew that but it is like it's hard that's a lot of fucking work and I would I mean the song is incredible like a really good song but the video is like I I mean it might be better like mm-hmm. and you're like damn dude but paired together ah oh. holy shit yeah like you could play any song over that video like it would be cool shit. Like, it would, so I highly recommend that. But I'm a sucker for vampires. Also a sucker for badass vampires. So, middle of winter, the... How are we saying this again? The 30 days of night? The 30 days of night. You don't, you don't happen to have six fingers, do you? <laughs> <laughs> On your right hand. <laughs> you don't Afraid ha- not. You don't, <laughs> you don't happen to have any garlic on you, do you? Because <laughs> we're going to need it. Oh, man. All right. Well, I'm interested. This is actually probably the most horror-like movie we've done so far on this season. So I'm well, curious. Well, we kicked it off with T2. Terrified 2. Oh, that's right. But aside from that, you are Since correct. then. Yeah. Since then, I'm interested to see what this movie rates on the horror movie scale. Bring my Christian Ramey himself to Sloppy Horror Podcast Rating. Let's get into it through the portal. Keep your pants on. Sloppy Horror Rating, baby. Yeah. Wow, what a wild, what a wild ride. What that. a hole. <laughs> <laughs> yes. This is the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating developed by Christian Ramey himself, your scary movie companion. This is a horror movie rating scale, and it's pretty fucking good. So we're going to get into it. Now, how we do this is we do this series four categories. Three categories were three points. Last category was one point. So it's a total of... Ten points altogether. That's correct. You should know this by now. And if it's your first time here, you're about to find out. So let's get into the first category here in the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating, and that is casting. So casting. Casting. I feel like this is screaming, too, because this is an amateur. They're good actors. They're people you know from places. But there's no, like, over-the-top performance where you're like, wow, there's no, like, Jack Nicholson shining moment. Really good. Everybody's really solid. But I feel like, for me, it screams a two. What what say you, Ma? It all works out. Uh, You went to me while I was yawning. It's not good for audio purposes, but no. Yeah, no, I agree with that. No, you, 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 you put it all out there very well. I spread that jelly on the toast. <laughs> put it all over it. <laughs> you put that goo on that toast. Put it all over. Yeah, so that's two out of ten so far here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating. Let's get into the second category here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating, and that is kills. Kills felt good in this. Um... But also feeling like another two. Like, more than a one and a half to me, just because they were bloody as hell. And, like, there were a lot of screams. Uh, Sometimes deaths can be done brutally, but they're almost unfunny. Like, even, like, in Terrifier 2, which was great with the kills, but, like, the bedroom scene, like, the victim's like, Mom. (laughs) Like, it's funny to some degree, right? But... There are parts in horror movies where there are victim screams, and especially that first couple that, like, that they went in their house and she was screaming on the floor, and then he picked up the fire poker and stabbed it through the, the husband, and he's a burly dude, and he's like, ah, 
and it was like, oh, okay, okay. So it's got some um, brutal kills, in my opinion. Like it just doesn't hit the on the trifecta. There's not a lot of too much variety. Yeah, yeah, not a lot of variety, but there's a lot of blood and carnage. There's a lot of quantity. There's a lot of carnage. There's just not a lot of variety. I mean. Just people eating people. People eating people. People I drinking mean, people. It's it's almost two and a half, really, because I mean you got stabbings, you got maulings, you got people getting ch- destroyed by construction equipment. Yeah. You got a UV light death. You got a stabbing through the face. You got gunshot kills. You know what? You're right. You're right. You know, there's there's a little bit more variety than we initially thought, but it's not. Yeah, I was it's like... It's not a perfect three. It's a two and a half, I think. Yeah. So two and a half. Two and a half. <coughs> so that's four and a half so far here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating. Let's get to the third, final three-point category here in the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating, and that is fear. It's a good one. It's a good one. Nice and freaky. Nice and freaky. I don't know where I'm feeling at this, but I'm feeling two or above. Because I, I feel like this could scare an adult. I feel like this is making an adult uncomfortable. My wife wouldn't watch this movie. I shit you not, she would not watch this. She's kind of softy, but she's also a grown adult who won't watch a movie. But also, she watched like the Night Swim trailer. She's like, I'm not watching that. And I'm like, babe, it's not, it's not that bad. What? Yeah, she's... Okay, yeah, that's again, I mean, you know, it's hard for... This is the hardest category for us to do because, like, you and me aren't scared of shit. When it comes she to would movies. give a four every movie. <laughs> Scary. <laughs> and we're I like, think uh, I think this is a two because it is this is this is a very brutal movie. Mm-hmm. It is very suspenseful, very fearful, but also it's it's a monster movie, so it's very unrealistic. Yep. You don't have the you don't have the realistic factor into it, which acquires a lot of fear. That's what really goes stays with people when it's something that could actually fucking happen. Yep. This. Not gonna happen, but no. it's you know it's it's somewhat scary, and I think adults have children for sure. No, <laughs> oh yeah, but you know there will be some adults that will not want to watch this movie. I believe that one hundred percent. So that's two. We'll go with a two there. So that's six and a half so far here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast ratings. Getting to the final one point category for half a point each here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating, and that is rewatchability. That's a yes for me. I've seen this many, many a times. Uh, I enjoy it every time I see it. It's not too long. I want to say it's like an hour forty minutes or something. Yeah, it's a fun little movie. Um, this is this is a good movie. This is a good movie if you're in the mood for a horror movie and it's cold outside. It fits the narrative. This is a great one to break out in winter. I feel like sweatpants and some soup. Absolutely. <laughs> Snowed in, dude. Yep. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're about to have a polar vortex this weekend, y'all bundle the fuck up. Yep, put on some thirty days of night. It's the thirty days night. All I'm, right, and so I'm that gonna is fuck you on all of them. A total of seven and a half out of ten. Is that seven and a half? Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Two, 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 two and a half, four and a half, two, six. One, seven. Seven and a half out of ten for 30 Days of Night here on Sloppy Horror Podcast, right back up in your ass. There you go. That's a solid score. I think so. I think so. Any of, any of the movies that are above a seven for us are like, you know, I mean, I like movies that are twos, but 
seven and above to really when you're getting into the, the true, true horror. And that's exactly what this is. There's no other, it's not a drama thriller. No, this is a scary movie. Uh-huh. Straight up, that's it. There's no ambiguity about that. And sometimes it's nice. Sometimes you want a Silence of the Lambs. A little bit of a, that's ah, a movie, but there's a little horror in it, a little funny, a little romance, a, a little bit of everything. Not this motherfucker. It's just scary. It's just scary. I mean, he does love that girl, I guess, but it's like, what, three minutes of total scene of just like, we were together. Now we should, like, be back. Let me know if you want to talk. <laughs> yeah, like, right? Like, it's not like there was, like, a, like a super, super scenes of no, there's No, there's no backstory. They talk, and but you know, I don't pay attention whenever they're talking one-on-one because I just don't care. I but. judged her character from Amityville, and I feel like she's kind of a uh, an enabler, like she was in that. So, like, my face, I was like, you know what? It's probably her fault. My mind thought it was her fault. Yeah, she's got teeth like you. Yeah, I know. It's like a girl version of you. Mm-hmm. It's like Christian Ramey with shaved face and a wig on. That lady does kind of look like my mom. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. Yep. I believe it. Mm-hmm. Well, that was a great pick, man. That was a good pick for uh, for uh, for what's going on, you know. So that's great. We're uh, I have no idea what movie number this is on the rehab season. I want. I have say to figure. Six. I have to figure this out. <laughs> I have six. to figure this out. Keep talking. I'll figure I this out. I want to say this is six, but it feels like seven because we did the like that little ASMR episode as well. Well, that doesn't count. Well, this movie might be seven. That was a special. Yeah, this that movie. That was a holiday special because I was out of town. Actually, this movie should be seven. You think so? Yeah. Well, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah, I like it. I like it, but here's the thing. We've made it all the way through this the episode. Fuck? All the way through this episode without one fucking commercial. How do you like them apples? You know why? Because we're not sellouts. All right. If we got stuff that has to deal with horror, we're going to sell it or we will do it. But to be truthful, there's a lot of little bitty ads we can turn on or we could sell you little meaningless shit that might give Mark and I five bucks per episode. We're not doing that. You know why? Because we self-promote. Okay, that's what we do. And we care about horror. We don't care about selling you shit. But here's what we will do. If you're watching on YouTube, you better be subscribed, all right? Because it's completely free to do, and it helps us out big time. Also, for all those audio listeners on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, pull up your phone. It's really easy to put a rating down. If you've never done it, for a show, pretty simple. You don't even have to write anything. You can just click five stars. It means the world. Love you so much for that. But for some people who want some more content, and for our people over on our Patreon, we are going to unload and give you some good episodes for this month. Obviously, holiday season gets a little crazy, so it was hard to to, to bust out and do a whole lot. We had a good November, though, good run. We're going to crank out a bunch of more content on there, but for as cheap as $3 a month, you can get a shitload of bonus episodes and help support the show, help us keep the lights on. And, um, yeah. Mark, did you find out what episode it was? Yeah, this is episode seven. Episode seven? Yeah, so we got three three more. more. Three Mm -hmm. more. Three more for the rehab season. So we got to figure it out. Mm -hmm. I have an idea. I'll run it by you when the microphone's going off. It's a fun one. I think it would be good little relief for the rehab season. I don't know, though. I'll run it by you. Okay. Okay. So we have no hints because uh, we're we we have no clue what we're doing for the next week. But it's gonna be a nice surprise. I've got I've got one though too. Do you? Yeah. Well, we can do yours next week. That's fine too. I'll show you mine if you show me yours. I'm gonna give you a hint 
for the one, and it may be next week or it may not be next week, but it, it'll be the week after. We might do Mark's movie next week. But the movie that we're going to do is a cold movie, and it also shares the name of a very famous, more newer, I would say like the last 10 years, I don't know if you know it as much, but a Disney movie that was very, very popular. Okay, I know. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. I know. That's Same. a good one. It is. It's cold, and like I kind of thought about that when I was watching this one, and I was like, "Why well, haven't wa- I? I'm surprised we haven't done that." And even though it is hor- horror, it's not necessarily giant monsters. So nah, it's kind of like it's on the cusp. There's different categories. There's comedy horror. There's mm-hmm. regular ass horror. There's creepy. There's all kinds. There's different tiers of the genre, which is perfect because we can cover them all, mm-hmm. and we can do whatever the fuck we want because mm-hmm. this is our show. And we don't have anybody telling us what to do. Mm-hmm. We make it for you. That's right. I don't know. We're we let it you. go. You can't hold us back anymore. I don't care what they say. Let the storm rage on. The cold never bothered me, anyways. That's a, that's a song from that movie. Yeah, I got it. You know, I know what we got it the got first it. time. Yeah, you know that song? It, we, yeah. Who I, doesn't know that stupid ass song? Uh, well, yeah, you you had kids in your home around the time of that movie. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, they all like that stupid shit, dude. Every there's something in that song. Like any little girl can just crush dude, it. I'm and telling it's you, funny. dude. Disney <laughs> Disney is brainwashing your kids. You can see it. They just make good. They make bangers, dude. They, they like I don't like their man. stuff, but yeah, they make. Uh, yeah, I was never a Disney kid, so I don't know. S- yeah. Same, same. I'm not like a Disney person whatsoever, but like you when know, I watch their music and how they pair it up, and I'm like, they just make catchy little Taylor Swift style songs. Yeah, no, you know it's like, fun. It's funny though. I realized like why I liked Cartoon Network TV. It makes sense why I like Cartoon Network cartoons so much. Mm-hmm. Because Seth MacFarlane was working on. A lot of them. Like, he worked on Johnny Bravo, Dexter's Laboratory. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and then he made Family Guy. I was like, well, that makes sense why Family Guy was... I liked Family Guy when it first came out, because it was fucking made by a dude who was working on my childhood favorite things. Yeah, no wonder the show got so seasoned so quickly, though, because he knew what the hell he was doing. Oh, yeah. Wow, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, so I thought that was interesting. You ever see that thing with him where he was supposed to be on a on the plane on 9-11? No. He has, like, the ticket. Like he like not like it's not a fake story. Actually, he missed his flight on that morning. Oh, that's fucked up. Right. Holy shit. My mom knew somebody that was scheduled to take a tour that day, and her her husband, her friend's husband, slept in and they missed the tour. Holy shit, dude! Ooh. I heard a couple stories like that with like the Monday Night Football because there was Monday Night Football and the and the Giants played. Uh, it was the Giants or the Jets. I, I I forget. It was a New York team though, and everybody was watching. And like a couple people were late because they're like, I was w- fucking hammered for Monday Night Football. And like I saw this one guy in interview though, and it was fucked up because he was like on a street level, and he's like looking up, and he's like, I'd be in there if it wasn't for fucking Monday Night Football. And he like wasn't saying it jokingly. Like yeah. like it's like a ha ha lucky me. He was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like. I make a dumbass choice, and like I'm like, and now I, you live. So if you make dumbass choices, <laughs> yeah. like you know, what I mean, it's not you're you're okay. You're sometimes the wrong decision is fucking life saving. So let's keep that there. That's if the, you take For anything, sure, dude. you take anything from the show. If you fucked up, it's not bad. Yeah, man, it's supposed to happen. You'll probably be grateful that you did. Well, I, that's I felt it. for him. That, that's <laughs> it. That's it for us. We'll see you next week. See you guys. We love you.